Hey guys, we're back. Um, we're just gonna go straight into our second GI examination that is um, specific to inflammatory bowel disease. Um, a presentation that was a lot more common than I thought as soon as I stepped into clinical practice and um, sometimes missed or it's often picked up fairly late. <clears throat> so it's good to always have an eye on. Um, things that would make you suspicious of this is, you know, recurrent abscesses and ulcers, uh, malnutrition and obviously chronic diarrhea and pain and occasionally anemia. Um, typically associated with other um, autoimmune disorders as well. So straight up, we're going to start by, um, as we mentioned, like uh, before, exposing patient's belly getting them to lie flat on the bed and give them a pillow for their head. <clears throat> on general inspection, you just want to check their body habitus to see if they're cachectic, signs of chronic inflammation, if they're in any pain uh, or if there's distress or malaise, um, fatigue, essentially. And um, skin color, you would want to check for pallor, jaundice, since um, primary sclerosing cholangitis has, has an association with inflammatory bowel disease. Um, heart rates potentially tachycardic, tachypneic and hypotensive due to anemia and their oxygen saturation and temperature must be checked. Um, then we'd look at their hands, you know, check if it's warm or cool, dry or sweaty, uh, check for pallor of palmar creases and definitely check for clubbing um, again chronic inflammation as well as um, it says malabsorption here um, check for any signs of arthritis um, I think it's called enteric arthritis or yeah I think so so that's the arthritis that's associated with um, inflammatory bowel disease um, and check the cap refill time uh, in their face, you would want to check for conjunctival pallor and scleral jaundice, as mentioned before. Check for con conjunctivitis, iritis, and episcleritis, or even scleritis. Um, these are often extra GI um, signs that are associated with IBD. Um, not sure about clinical practice, but we get them quite often in the exam, so it's good to know. Um, Mouth, again, check for ulcers, check for angular stomatitis and atrophic glossitis. Um, typical signs of iron deficiency anemia, I, say, I guess. And then we go to the abdomen. You know, you would want to inspect for any distension, any visible masses. Uh, you would want to palpate it, <clears throat> light and deep. Check for tenderness and rebound, um, as well as guarding and rigidity. And um, there, would, there might be some tenderness over the area of inflammation. Um, then you percuss for ascites and you auscultate for bowel sounds. If they're present, absent or like some sort of crazy bowel sounds. And uh, you should not miss a rectal examination, even though we we don't always do it together in our examinations in at the end of the year. But you just can't miss it. You just have to do an ex do an exam and check for you know ulcers and uh, fistulas and fissures and all those stuff 
um, skin tags even. And definitely check their legs for erythema nodosum and pyoderma gangrenosum. And these are the lesions that I've seen spending a day at gastro clinic. So, um, you know, it could be often missed or mistaken with other skin conditions, cancer, etc. So, shouldn't miss these. And that's it. Inflammatory bowel disease.